Welcome to another episode of Two Brothers Review, the podcast. I'm Reed Turley. And uh, I'm Ty Turley. I think we should call this our fall fall edition and just imagine that we're eating, I don't know. Brains. No, what? Oh, <laughs> uh, that was strange. I was going to say apple cider donuts and pumpkin tea, but... Or brains. What the crap? Oh, because of Halloween. No, because of Venom. He's obsessed with brains. Oh. The whole movie, he just wants oh, to eat you, brains. You're right. You're right. And you even Man, that joke was real good, and my Venom appeared for a second, but he's back. He's gone. You did the Venom right. voice. Yeah, good. All right. Uh, well, we're going to be talking about Venom, Let There Be Carnage. But before we get to that, Ty, what is your favorite Woody Harrelson movie? My favorite Woody Harrelson movie? Is three billboards out of outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Really? Yeah, I love that movie. And I love him in it. He's so good. Okay. That's I read through his whole IMDB, and that's not one I would have guessed for you to pick. Yeah. Didn't we did we do a podcast about it? I think we did. Probably. I just didn't I just don't remember. Man, I've I've like tried to memorize scenes out of that movie. I love it. Okay. Uh mine's gonna be No Country for Old Men. He's in that? He's the, yes, <laughs> they hire him to hunt down Josh Brolin's character, but he ends up getting killed by Shiger. Uh I just read this book and rewatched it this year, and I think it's good. Oh, yeah, that's such a good movie. I don't remember a minute. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, let's talk about Venom. Did you remember the first movie when you went into see? Or you rewatched, I'm sure. No, I didn't. I didn't rewatch it. Uh, I can't rewatch superhero <laughs> movies. It's hard enough to watch them once. They're pretty dumb. Yeah, I mean, uh, I I could remember the only thing I could remember. Doesn't he see Woody Harrelson's character at the end of the first one somehow? At the very very end. Yeah. yeah. So that made me think somehow Woody Harrelson was involved in the plot of the first one, but you told me he wasn't. No, but I think that's just a teaser, like stinger thing. Yeah, and I remember that his uh. Fiance left him, so I could definitely remember that dynamic, and I remember him. Uh, I remember it was in San Francisco. What? Do you, okay. <laughs> what did you remember? You got the. Uh, I think the thing that I'd forgotten, but quickly remember that it's very hard to understand what Venom is saying. Oh, you thought you think so? I thought it, I didn't think it was that bad. I don't know. It's it is Tom Hardy doing the voice, and Woody Harrelson does the voice of Carnage, but they're putting a lot of. <laughs> A lot of English on that accent. Okay. Okay. I, I don't know. that. I, I think, uh, well, I think it's hilarious. Like, I remember thinking the first one was pretty funny for a superhero movie, and I thought the second one had some funny parts, at least. I mean, Tom Hardy's so good, and Woody Harrelson's so good. Woody Harrelson, is, he's so creepy, just how he looks. That haircut he had in this, in this one. Oh, my gosh. When he finally like, gets to that red car... And his hair is just combed forward. He looks insane. He looks insane. He looks immediately like an insane serial killer. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's the Bay Area I know and love. <laughs> yeah, that, looks, that guy looks like my neighbor. I thought the movie removed really quickly at the beginning. Like from the flashback at the asylum to Tom Hardy going to interview him, finding the bodies. Like the first 45 minutes of the movie felt like it covered a lot of ground. And then it really slowed down for the last half. Okay. I don't know. If, yeah, I think I could have. Well, I don't know if I noticed. I don't know if I would have said it that way. I felt like um, the second half of the movie is super predictable. 
I felt that way. So it felt slower to me. Well, it's like just the prolonged day of their fight. Like they go and get the people and then they meet at the church and the church fight takes a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, maybe that's what it, maybe that's what it mean by there were no new um, challenges or surprises or twists, complications, I felt like. So then that makes all of the I think that makes all of the um, action that unfolds seem longer or seem more boring or maybe seem slower. Maybe. Well, and if you can't hurt the symbiote at all, like people were shooting guns at Carnage when he's escaping the prison, like it makes all those confrontations really low stakes. Like even when he, when he broke out, what's the sound wave shockwave? What was her name? Who? Oh, I don't know. I can't remember her superhero name either. Naomi Harris is her, the actress name, right? I think. I don't, I'm not sure that either, but yeah, it's just like, sure. There are these cars and helicopters, but there's no, I don't feel any real danger for him. Like they're not going to best him at that point. It just is low stakes action. Yeah, that's true. I I didn't think about that either, but I mean, you don't know. Yeah, you know there's going to be some weird trick that's how they beat him. It is kind of again, I would I would say it's anticlimactic therefore. It's just kind of not surprising. I mean, he's not going to get shot by guns. I guess it was kind of weird that did he eat him? I can't remember. <laughs> he did in the end. Yeah, he balled him up and ate him. Yeah. We just don't know enough about the rules of these aliens lives either how they function or whatever to to really feel that invested i didn't know i can't remember the rules either of how he can live but he somehow i guess some people are not a match and then him being in them kills them right i think so he overpowers them or is too much for their mind or something but then if you find someone that can handle is a match then you can stay in there forever but he I, i didn't think he could be out on his own, which he did to leave his body. I was really surprised in that scene because I was like, wait, I thought he was stuck in Tom Hardy's body. I think he just needs to find someone quickly. But man, what a what a weird tangent when he goes to the dance party rave. <laughs> yeah. And has that like weird speech and everyone's yelling like it didn't make any sense. It was so strange. Yeah, it was not great. Was he in someone was he in a human's body at that point? He took over someone's body as he was like, he killed one person and then like took over someone else as he was going into the rave. Yeah. Why do you think they, do you think they put that in just because the director wanted it to seem cool? Well, I actually think this was a little more nefarious. The singer on the stage is a Sony recording artist and like the TV that Tom Hardy buys is a Sony TV. I think it was just like product placement or Synergy with Sony products. Okay. That's not great. It's not great. Can you imagine being the writer or the director and being told you have to have a scene in a nightclub with the singer? Nuts. Yeah. I thought that was very strange. And then I think the scene where Woody Harrelson goes to the gas station to use a laptop and it's like, <laughs> apparently these symbiotes can just yeah search, search the deep web internet. <laughs> like, I don't know. And then there's a hard cut. The next scene is in that asylum where she's being kept. It doesn't show how he got there, how he infiltrated, like. Yeah. And he just kills that doctor. Yeah, I remember that. I mean, yeah, it was it was strange. Uh, And then also, like, he gets out of the prison and he 
does that kind of cool like spin tornado thing, but he never uses that move again. Like, why wouldn't you do that in the church? It pre- seems pretty effective. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Reed, I don't know the answer to that question. It's a good question. All good questions. I like. I do like Tom Hardy's character in the sense that he's this kind of down on his luck, seems like a bit of a loser, but comes through all the time for you. I like that character a lot. He's so, he's so sad, though, sometimes. <laughs> well, yeah. Like that... Getting drinks with Michelle Williams is rough. <laughs> it's pretty sad. It's pretty sad, Reed, but uh, that's why that's why it's cool that he carries on, still tries to do good things, still tries to help the world, even though he's had a, a yeah. bad run, a tough draw. Did you have a favorite joke from the show or from the movie? I don't know if I remember. Uh, did you? I think Mrs. Chen being taken over or you know having venom in her and it just switches to like the big eyes and she's getting flattered yeah that was weird though be right because that's a different manifestation yeah to just take over the outward physical appearances it was of just the face of just the face right yeah yeah i was i was kind of bugged by that like keep the same rules always and i thought that the chickens were funny but then they they came back like four times in the movie i was surprised yeah like there are a scene, there's a scene where he releases them in that park, and then a scene where he goes back and visits them in that park. <laughs> okay, I don't remember that even, but cool. Yeah, it was fine. Pretty, pretty dumb. It also, uh, I feel like the Venom is one of the nastier, grosser creatures in the in the superhero genre movies. So it is sort of unpleasant to watch for that reason for me. Like it's gross. Oh yeah. I don't, and then you have to contemplate being that his that his body is fused with it, and that's gross. It's a lot of grossness. Well, well, just like how the teeth get knocked out, and then they'd grow back in that fight. His obsession with eating human brains. I don't know. Do you think this movie would have been? This movie was PG thirteen. Sometimes I think they should have just made it rated R, and like they could have shown Carnage actually like bite the head off the warden, and not have to do like a quick cut away. Like these are kind of gross creatures like i mean i don't know i know they don't want to make superhero movies rated r but like deadpool did really well like i don't understand it seems like there's a lane for that yeah i would think so yeah i don't know why they don't Hmm. yeah well and then the final after kind of credit scene you see venom connect with spider-man through the tv sets up kind of the i don't know maybe the next venom movie i doubt venom will show up in the next spider-man movie why? They're already doing like a bunch of stuff with the old Spider-Man villains and the past Spider-Mans. Okay. I don't know. I haven't heard about that. Oh, you haven't seen the trailer? They have like Dr. Octopus, Doc Ock from Tobey Maguire's movie show up. Okay. The same same character, same actor. His name is Doc Ock? Yeah. He's got the four arms that come out of his back and uh, grab things. I hated those arms. <laughs> yeah. Is the, Creepy. is the Green Goblin coming back? No, that's... I think you you see one little bomb, but you don't see the actual Green Goblin in the trailer. That guy was creepy, too. There's some, Willem Dafoe. Some some creepy villains out there. And Venom, maybe. But I doubt. I doubt in this next movie. Yeah. So. All right. Any other things you liked or didn't like about Venom, Let There Be Carnage? No, that's it. Nailed it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, what are you going to rate Venom out of five? I'm going to give it a three out of five. Me too. Ooh. I'm right there with you. We agree on one. Cool. Oh, please. <laughs> we, agree on, we agree on many. Are you ever going to watch it again, though? No. I don't think I will either. Uh, all right. What else do you have to recommend for our listeners? Well, I've been listening. I've been not listening. I've been watching Midnight Mass on uh, on Netflix. Have you been watching it? No, I don't know that one. It's um, It's dark and creepy, but I like it. Uh, I mean, I'm only, I'm only three episodes in, so I don't know if I can really vouch for it, but there's some supernatural stuff going on in the small island with a, with a creepy priest that just showed up to replace the old priest that was sick. So it's got, is it in English? Yeah, it's in American. It's in, in America somewhere. Okay. Um, and they do all the, the, the soundtrack is often hymns, Catholic hymns sung by what sounds like a boys choir or something. It's just, it's got this, I love that, like creates this atmosphere that is kind of ironic or creepy because, you know, you're watching like dead cats uh, wash up on the shore and stuff. Oh, gross. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know you were a horror guy, but. It's not horror. Is it not, it's, it's not quite horror. It's thriller or. Yeah. You learn, the very first thing you learn is the main character was drunk and killed a girl in a car accident. And then was in prison for four years and then comes home and his home is on this island and he's tormented by this guilt this and it's very Catholic guilt. And, uh, and so it's a, it's a psychological, like, you don't know if what is happening is because of him or he's imagining it. It's yeah, but there's, there's no, 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 okay. no one's jumping out and, you know, stabbing you or something yet yet. That's true. No, cool. Uh, I'm going to recommend an FX show. Why the Last Man? Oh yeah. Have you have you seen this yet? I watched the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty ridiculous premise, but all the men in the world die at the same time except one guy and his male pet monkey. <laughs> yeah. Have you have you watched enough to know why he survived? No, they still don't know, but they're trying to figure it out, finding a geneticist to look at him. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I've been liking it. I'll definitely stick with it. Yeah, that's cool. The agent, there's a, there's a spy or whatever, some kind of secret agent who protects him. Who's She goes by 355, right? Yep. And 355, have you seen the trailer for the new um, movie about a network of spies? And in that network of female spies from all over the world, there's an American spy who's Jessica Chastain, and she says... That there was an original, there was a female spy in the U.S. during the Civil War, right? I think American Revolution or American Revolution, all the way back. It to was that. General Washington, yeah. and and that she was codenamed three five five. I thought that was interesting. It must be, must be because of that. Weird to have two references to that in pop culture in the same year when I've never heard that before. Yeah, yeah, I think that's cool. That's cool. All right, thanks for joining us for another episode of Two Brothers Review the podcast. I'm Reed Turley. And I'm Ty. (laughs) Bye. Bye.